0: Welcome to the Bangover Podcast, I'm Scott Allen, that's Katie Farmer, and we have Chris Myers on the board. Special thanks to him for creating this playlist, as he does each and every week. Special thanks to The Lost World for having us, and please follow them on all the social medias, at The Lost World, and then you can follow us at Bangover on Instagram. this never been Bangover? Not a lot of, no one has it. No one, I've already, I've done the research done the research this is the Bangover podcast <laughs> is that what you were that, pausing yeah. for cool yeah. thanks thanks kitty thanks so we've taken a week off we have so many new things to talk about uh this, do
1: you want to just this you in just, particular
0: i'm not oh. sure about
1: oh i thought you were gonna say the bombshell but we'll come back to
0: that all right might as well like just get to the fucking news.
1: Yes. Two exciting things are happening in July.
0: Well come on, make it sound more exciting.
1: On June eighth, <laughs> that's a Friday, a kick butt coffee. Flooded tomb, our band will be playing our farewell show. That's right, we are breaking up. Um, it's been a really good run. The other four have been together for seven years. I've been in the band for the last year and a half. Um, it's honestly been the best year and a half I've ever had playing music with you guys. I'm sad it has to end, but come out to our show and send us off, you know? Redbeard Wall is going to be there. Um, should be fun. I'll probably cry a little bit.
0: And that's July 8th over at Pig Coffee. Coffee. Now, and the great thing about that is we're going to have the live footage afterwards, too. I'm not saying don't use that as an excuse not to come to the show. It's our last fucking show. You have no excuses not to come. Anyone that likes the band, obviously. I'm not forcing anyone to listen to our music. We're already doing that right now. So, uh, we got that, and then we have July 22nd here at the Lost Well. We're going to do a heavy metal baby shower. Now, I'm not sure if this is the first baby shower that's ever been done here at the Lost Well. But it... I mean, I'm sure people have thought about it. Plus, it just seems fun. It's, in my mind it's more almost like a bachelor party
1: <laughs> well that's that's what i'm saying I'm not, maybe i have forced you into it but it's like the last big hurrah not saying that there's not any more parties in your future but like this is like a big party and it's for you it's yeah for it's the celebration um, i mean i tell everyone i had my wedding at barracuda which was the old red seven um, there are weddings at hotel vegas now like Doing these kinds of things at rock and metal clubs is becoming more and more common, yes. and it's really fun. We're gonna have booze. I'm not giving anyone free booze. I'm not letting people be drunkards. No, no, no. But I probably will. And I need to ask you, Chris, if you'll help me buy a big, like, sheet cake and that kind of thing to so just oh. like slow down the alcohol consumption. Slow yeah. it down. We don't need any drunkards. And the best part of all, we will have a registry. I. I'll put it on Facebook. If you search for a Bangover, it'll come up. I'll, I'll pull myself together. It's not
0: for me. It's for my baby. My accidental <laughs> mistake. Please help me out of my own mistake.
1: I mean, I, I'm i adopted, so I I assume that's how life started for me. Hey, and
0: this can't be a bad yeah. thing. Plus, I'm just i thinking about all the, the things in the realm of metal I want to teach her anyways. I want to yes. really corrupt this soul, you know? Please. It's a little reflection of me.
1: Make her a drummer because then she will be in demand oh. her whole life.
0: I'm literally, she's going to make me money. That's my whole plan, is trainer.
1: What is this, toddlers yeah. and tiaras?
0: I mean, come on. Sports, I don't care what it is, something.
2: <laughs>
1: TikTok.
0: Get rich. All right, let's move on. We've been listening to this song for so long. Uh, Chris,
3: who are we listening to? It's uh, too long a title to even, it, to even say. It's Perpetuator, Johannes Person, and Final Light, and the song is Final Light. Is this for? Uh, uh, is this like for a movie? Like, no, it's just a single that came out. I thought it was interesting. It's kind of like this industrial metal, but bellow. I don't know. It's a long song. It's like nine minutes but it's interesting yeah it's
0: it's melodic you kind of get lost in his background fucking music at this point this reminds
1: me of when i was in college and we used to go to those like dance parties and like abandoned warehouses y'all remember that right like this is what that reminds me of
0: especially it's a good thing it's a good thing it's uh, you know what like this was created for it was created for like kind of playing in a club or something you know what i mean hence like the way it's produced, set up, the beats and everything, it's supposed to be long and drawn out because that's all it is, it's just house music, it's just fucking background music. It's just shit you, you kind of know, but I, I'm i just going to make a guess like that this band is from Europe, if, if not this style, you know what I mean? Where like they do song structures that don't... It's not normal. They don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like there's rules to songs and they said, I don't give a fuck, you know, like they don't repeat anything It's just it's like nine minutes of just like every part is different from one another. It just keeps going. It's telling a story, if you will. How much longer do we have of this?
3: Uh, About 30 seconds.
0: Uh, So uh, to talk more about the album, no, (laughs) we have to go into that. Um, I'm excited about some of the stuff on the list today. Uh, obviously, we have the new Gore, um, uh, Municipal Waste It's just a single, mm, not the whole album yet. Not um, yet. Not yet. All right. Moving on.
3: Moving on. This next track is uh, a band called Otto. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. They're brand new. They're coming out on the scene. It's got uh, Robert Trujillo. It's his son. So,
2: it's, it's his check son it, I'm
3: playing the bass? I don't, what, I don't know what exactly what instrument he's playing, but
0: all right, well, Check let's it crank yeah. it up
3: and we'll do a little research.
0: Auto everyone. That that ending was insane. It was awesome. It was it was uh, exactly what you thought. Like the son of Robert Trio would sound like Tai oh I god, these are tongue
1: Tight. Tai Chu Hio. Easy. Say it again? Tai Chu
0: There you go.
1: I did it. Yay!
0: Tai Chu yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was insanely awesome. I just had to say uh, badass. Definitely check them out. O T T T O or just come scan this fucking play code. But I wanna finish up this conversation because it's it's municipal waste time and I I gotta hear this at full blast. <laughs> I gotta hear it. Can we turn it up? fuck yes holy fuck yes i i just i wanted to be in the crowd to hear that song play like we don't we we don't get the full extent of the reason of this podcast these speakers out in front of us is like your fucking personal like mega fucking speakers in your like home you know entertainment system like if you had this installed in your house holy shit you know what i mean you throw house parties for days. It's just the best setup, the best sound. You want to hear things loud, especially metal, you know? Like, yes. the more you blast it, the better it sounds. And
1: My phone always tells me that I've had the volume too loud for the last seven days. That I'm going to die. No. You don't get that warning, it pops up, and it's like, based on your usage in the last seven days, you should turn the volume down. No. Oh.
0: My phone never has mind. never tried I, to save my I year. hate this
1: nanny state. Done. <laughs>
0: That's actually very interesting that your phone's like, hey, (laughs) I'm not gonna worry about your ears. Like, can you tone it down a bit?
1: My audiologist said my hearing is way above average, so I'm sure, don't worry. Barbed made out. Holy fuck. But no, I I did like that song, though. we would love to see both those bands live.
0: Oh my god, I know what you mean.
1: What if they played together? That would be awesome.
0: Uh, It will happen. That tour is definitely in the future, and it, it makes sense. But as speaking of hearing, like I fucking, I found myself seeing a friend's band over at Swan Dive a couple of weeks ago, right? Here I'm going to the story, make it real fucking short. On the back end, they always have DJs playing outside, and that shit was so fucking loud. Like I'm talking about seeing a live band compared to a DJ, and the DJ is blowing everything out the water, where these subs are just cranked so high to where. For the past two weeks, all I've had is like a hum and a drum over here. <laughs> like, it, it lost me an octave. And I keep telling people, like...
1: Gotta wear your earplugs.
0: Yeah. Uh, then you well, should no, I'm not, not telling you,
1: I know you're... You always they do wear the earplugs. They on the
0: table, like, yeah, they fucking... Should like, yes. Set there in a bowl, like a thing of, like, candy or something, where it's just... They're okay. there.
1: My fat ass always thinks there's a like candy. And G, I felt bad that G from Bondbreaker Breaker said the same thing. Like, I had some earplugs like the construction worker ones in the little packet yep. and I was like do you want one and she thought it was candy and I was like don't worry I do that all the time I'm like hell yeah I want one oh it's earplugs should
0: always be there no. like they should be given away for free or like 50 cents put it on it's a your ticket <gasps> should come with earplugs
1: I just thought of this what if I bring a bunch of my disposable earplugs to shows and charge like two bucks a pop hey
0: I, I didn't want to say this out loud because I feel like we're gonna steal the idea someone was but having like you know merchandise of earplugs.
2: Yeah. Because that just kind of, it's kind of badass too.
0: Plus you're, you're thinking about people's uh, health. Like and a, we're like, we're going to be so loud, we're going to blow your shit out. So here. <laughs> I, we... <laughs> with every shirt, with every patch.
1: My take these earplugs. megalomaniacal ass was like, we have to think of a new band name immediately so we can do this. So we can brand our earplugs.
0: Oh my God. I just... After seeing whores the other night, I immediately walked in the building and I asked everyone, like the bartender, do you have like, the door guy, does anyone have any earplugs? I totally fucking forgot. Because I knew this was going to be painful. And then I look over and I see this guy at the bar just like ripping up toilet paper from the bathroom and shoving it in his ears. Like everyone was just kind of sitting there in the middle, just kind of like, holding one ear, like putting that finger in one ear, you know, your left or your right. Whatever's your most sensitive one.
1: Don't get me wrong, I enjoy listening to music on loud. But sometimes it gets to the point where it's so loud, like I can't even hear what it is anymore.
0: Yeah, you feel it. Yeah. If anything, it's like too like, much stuff.
1: Sometimes when you wear earplugs, it actually will dampen it and like make it sound a little bit better.
0: That's Well, Some you gotta get a good pair of earplugs because... Because Ooh, you need to fucking P's. hear.
1: You don't want to be like 60 and like with tinnitus.
0: Oh, that's my worst fear. Worst fear. You All gotta... right. That was a monomar. Uh we I wanted to talk through Ooh. that because I You know what? It was a really it but to be honest, that was a really badass, like quick song, and it's not normally what we've gotten from them in this new album, because the last song was more like a monomar That was just kind of like more kind of on your death metal-ish kind of vibe. You know, it was fast, it it, it was like two to three parts. It was very simple, just kept to this metal, you know, just get to it and get over with it kind of, you know, vibe.
1: It's ironic because everybody knows like Swedish Melodeath is my fave. I could pull out my At The Gates keychain, but I've never really gotten into a monomarth and it's nothing against them. I just don't care for the timbre of the vocalist voice.
0: Yeah, we, we know it's With, Viking metal. He, he's and not they really, a bad vocalist.
1: It's just that usually I would go for something like a little bit more like...
0: Well, I know they throw a lot of their like culture into it. Yes. You know what I mean? So like,
1: It's, you know, it's I was kind a, of born
0: from us, right?
1: I was a Scandinavian studies major in college. I know.
0: I I, I felt like you did that because you are such a metal head. You were like... You know you know what language I'm going to take? No, girl, you can, if
1: I will say this. I will shout this from the rooftops. If anybody's Listening to this podcast, if you were in college, if you need to make an easy A on language, take Swedish, Norwegian, or Danish. It is a guaranteed A for you. Boom. I took Swedish and Norwegian and padded my GPA.
0: And can you speak any e right now? No. <laughs> no. Not <laughs> 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 uh, well, <you> do help Well, <laughs> you do help us read some of these uh, song titles. When yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. So what do we got right now, Chris?
3: Where are we on to? This is Christian with uh, Serpent Messiah. Well, let's get a little.
1: To be able to vocalize like that. Like I was trying to make the mouth movements.
0: Yeah. Are they.
1: What?
0: Is that. What is that? The backup singer? Just someone. I think it
1: must be like a lot of these like Deathcore type bands, the vocalists are extreme like virtuosos. Um, Deathcore has more of the like studied like extreme vocalists, you know, who, who do the Extreme Vocal Institute and stuff like that. So I would posit that that's just one vocalist.
0: Yeah, again, this, this song's moving all over the goddamn fucking place. It's not keeping the traditional, this, you know...
1: Listen, this is my dream. Metal, you know, if
0: repertoire.
1: We should do our own, like, deathcore song, but let me walk up to the laptop, like, right in the middle and press the button that does the 808 drop, like, just once.
0: Just once. Just
1: once. Just let me...
0: It's all gonna be weird timing. You're gonna to have to do a bunch of maths. It could be seven eighths, and then for your vocals, oh, you're gonna have was to sit there, and you're gonna to have to like, like times like nine by four, and then sing eight measures on top of each of those. So that would be 32. So you would have to write 32 lines of... Ver-
1: <laughs> that's why I'm a singer. I thought that I wouldn't right, have to do any works.
0: math. Right, you do the, if you do sweet. the math, if you didn't want to do the, the odd timing, then you just make bigger chunks of the odd timing to like fill the gaps.
1: I I got through high school by like passing as a second soprano, never learning how to read music, and mouthing.
0: Oh my god. This is the <laughs> so stunt of most come, band practices. Don't come for me. With like a with marker board crap. and someone in a lab coat with a fucking pointer and be like, Alright, so the song starts and it's just breaking down each one. Like each part, each, especially if you're getting complicated with it. If you're gonna do like two here and then do like a, a one and then jump back in where there's a pause. You know how like some songs we have as Flooded Tombs or, uh. Yeah,
1: I hate that a, shit. Yeah, I always have to end up like looking six. at you. Yeah. Where
0: yeah. it's like a, a four six, which doesn't really make sense. You would probably just make it a, a, four, a four three, which would be a lot more simple. Or four four
1: threes? should be good enough for you peasants and you all can, of the peasants would in our audience. You can add to an even
0: number eventually. If you do enough of them, that's what makes odd timing kind of fit. See what I'm saying? Multiplication? Yeah, think about this while we crank this one up. Oh, that's how you end a song. Just... Yeah. Done. Done. I love it. How do, you, how do you say this band's name? Anyone?
3: Based. Based. I don't know. Based?
1: I would guess it would be Bast if, like, the A and the E were connected. Right? Because they are Scandinavian. Yeah. And um, in some Scandinavian... I don't know about Danish, but in... Norwegian, I think. Like there's a letter that's A and E connected, and the sound is A. Ah. But I don't know.
0: I mean, you're that the was, one that went to. A,
1: what, that was like a, a long ass time ago, and I've never ever had to speak Norwegian in my life. <laughs> like I've never, like, it's never something that's it come was up. A
0: skill that Crazy. You never had to use.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, either or, scan the playlist if you want to know. It's B A E S T. So however you want to pronounce it. Leave a comment. Tell us how much we suck at pronouncing all these <laughs> fucking band names. And I like to see you do better. All right, moving on.
3: What are do we doing? So yeah, we're in the uh, full releases right now. So that based fast, however you want to say it, they had their album come out on the 27th, and then another album that came out on the, on the 27th as well. Decapitated, Cancer Culture, which is what we're listening to now. Song is Last Supper.
0: I'm liking it, I don't know. I've been liking the new stuff. Let's 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 get that blast beat going. Did you like it?
1: I did. I I really liked all of it. Um, Chris pointed out that it's more conceptual, which is why it sounded very different, you know, the first and the last half, but both halves were great.
0: Yeah. I uh, love
1: the guitars the whole way.
0: We had a song from, uh, you know, them with Machine Head, them with Ginger. It's been all over the goddamn place. And this is kind of like your death grindcore band, but they're pushing into that melodic world. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Cattle Decapitation does it so well, where it's like, a lot of people kind of like want, a lot of grindcore wants to be like that, where you have this one, this one little hook, this one catchy part of the song, the only time it could be that way, but everything else has to be brutal and smash you through the head until that. You get like, six to eight measures of, you know, awesome solo or awesome breakdown, whatever. That just pulls you in and it makes you want to listen to the song again because it just gives you a little, and then, you know, you want more. It's just giving you a little.
1: And when that riff or, like, vocal line never comes back, it just drives you crazy. Yes. You have to listen to the song. Again. And you pointed out, Scott, very astutely that um, whether we want to or not, a lot of times in a band's lyrics you can hear reflections of like the policies and like the social and current events going on around them and i'm not gonna lie like you know when the cancer culture thing came out and everyone on the internet was like cringe cringe because nobody wants to hear people complain about cancel culture which may or may not exist but chris pointed out like that is something that decapitated has come up against and maybe you know that's, That's what true. their message is related they, they, to.
0: They have, like, because it's happened to them, they, yeah. they have a reason to talk about it because they've gone through it and the ups and downs of all that. So where we always say, like, politics don't belong in music is pretty much when a band or an artist is talking about something that they've never gone through, you know what I mean? But if it's, if it's something that you're living, like, say, you know, 1980s punk rock scene in California, you know? those people were dealing with like getting kicked out of their places and stuff like that and it wasn't their choice to make things political, it just, they were living what was happening with policies and stuff, like they were being personally affected by it. So that's kind of where you're you're able to, like that's where the, you can kind of dive into that and music is a weapon and you can use it, especially rock and roll, right? Because that's always been a thing where it's like you play on top of a building, you are fucking you, it's like a form of pro, uh, protest just being it just being metal just because it's loud aggressive and it's not the mainstream right it's not always accepted by the norm so you it's always like outrageous and you can use it as a weapon in some ways and then some people abuse that but you know well Wait, we could talk about this all night you
1: win the night though if people take nothing away from this podcast i hope they remember what you said scott because it is very
0: true. And you talk All to me afterwards, the more I drink, the more poetic I get.
3: All right, moving on. Where are we at? This is obscene with the song. I shall drink the earth's blood. Yes. Just crank it now. Now.
0: another double banger right there. Just letting it flow. Just The whole point is just to play these songs. or are to praise these bands, these musicians, these autists if you will. And you don't have to always listen to us fuck faces talks. Uh, but where are we at now?
3: We're at war. Damn, we're, we're here already. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright, well, what else is there to say? We can the talk a little bit about those cool. yeah. Sasquatch.
0: Yeah, we kind of slowed down and moved into more of a stoner groove metal thing going on, but we're speeding it back up and we'll start off with War.
2: Yes, well, this
3: is GWAR with their new album and uh, this song has Lizzie Hale on it as well. So.
0: So you know what I'm gonna say. It's like it's it's been like the best song off the new album so far. I mean, what, like we were saying, your the, favorite, new, the new the new Gore is very rock and roll. Is Where it you your favorite song? So far, yeah, it's been the most driving, the more direct. Uh, having uh, you know, Hellstorm there in the background a little bit, Lizzie. Um, it was it was fine. It was it was tasteful. I mean, I didn't I, I didn't hate it. Like we said. Uh, you know, talking in between the song, there was there was kind of always a, a, a chick singer in War, You know, back in the day, we had uh, uh, don't quote me on these names. I, I, there's so many, and I'm, I've been drinking too much right now. Uh, and then we had the replacement that was with the new singer. Um, I forget her name. Like uh, her stage name was like Helioso or, some, or something ridiculous. I, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I she had the. Uh, the fake tits and they, they shot out blood at the end. I mean, I really loved like, them doing these cover songs uh, online where they would, they would cover the most ridiculous song and they just make it war, you know what I mean? They would do like like a Kansas song and just fucking destroy it, you know what I mean? And like, it's always been so fucking much fun. And again, war's never ending there. They're intergalactic wrestling, you know, there there's always something to combat, there's always another storyline to be told. It's it's never-ending, and I love a band with lore and characters. It kinda it kinda I don't know, just builds the the uh, it just immersifies you more into it, if you will. But that was
3: war. Where are we all now? This band is cadaver. Cadaveria.
1: Is it Cadaveria?
3: Cadaveria. Holy
1: shit. I haven't heard that name in like 15 years. Since the Myspace this is, days. This is like Myspace days like... Cadaveria. Italian like... Obviously the... It's like a female singer doing everything. Or it was if I remember correctly. Okay. Dude, this takes me way back. Cause like Back in the day, I would like... Be on the internet desperately searching for any bands with like a female like extreme metal vocalist because there were none that were like mainstream but this was said, holy this shit is holy awesome. shit let's, let's
0: crank it up let's get a little
4: okay.
1: check myself because i didn't want to be spreading lies and fake news on this podcast but i did remember correctly so Cataveria is the name of a musician so she was the lead singer of opera nine as well and scott was like you're dead on like they were formed in 2007
0: well uh, 2001 or but, 2001. you know like really getting their break in that in that time frame of like 2007 2008 where like all this type of music is like hitting the mainstream and then eventually it's it's burning up so bright and so hot that it eventually dies very soon after that where it's just like and we're done with this style of metal
1: you're right though because yeah that was the heyday of like the symphonic black metal and you know like I mentioned before, I would be online, like, cause none of my friends were into metal. It was just me, and that's my why my tastes are so weird. But I'd be like desperately looking for like any band with a female like death or black metal vocalist, or like even a female thrash metal vocalist. So it was like Cadaveria, you know, Wicked Witch, Holy Moses, Archenemy, Crisis, obviously, um, Decadence, uh, Shadow. So many great bands out there.
0: Yeah, and even and, in that Gore song, we had, you know, Hellstorm in there, which yeah. is another uh, a, a newer band coming well, up. Well, this was... It's becoming huge now. Yeah, like yeah. you're saying,
1: the visibility is better. Exactly. And Now it's not, like, a desperate, like... Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, that's, but, yeah, that I didn't even know Caterpillar was still active. Jeez Louise. Like,
0: I'm glad I'm going to go are.
1: home and... Yeah, wow. That song crushed. Yes.
0: So, uh, moving on to this next song, uh, Temple of Void. Uh, Chris, this is one of your... Your stars on there, your yeah, I thought it was a good song. Little,
3: yeah. It's rockin'. Yeah, the song is uh, behind the eye by Temple of Void.
0: everyone uh badass uh i I wish we had visuals here because the album cover is even more badass in in so many ways it was just your classic heaviest fuck album cover where you know it was probably the most one of the most expensive things (laughs) had to pay for on this was how much detail went into this fucking a painting a masterpiece a metal masterpiece if you will like so many other metal albums kind of i know it's a trope but it's it's what, it's one of the best parts.
1: It, yeah, exactly. It's like, it's a known feature of metal. They're fun to look at. Uh, you know, it's always a great discussion starter like, what are some of your favorite album covers?
0: Yeah, there's so many covers. Yeah. That you know I mean? list goes on, and there's classic ones. Think, there's so many Metallica yeah. ones. You know, um, Slayer ones. Definitely fucking Iron Maiden. You know?
1: For some, some reason. Classic I'm album sorry. covers. I thought you were gonna say God
0: hates us all by Slayer, and I was like, God. I mean, that's no? how I, that's how I kind of start. <laughs> that's how we fell in love with Slayer was kind of with that album and just. It was, I know, like, they kind of changed their sound, but I was just in 2002. That's kind of where I was at, you know. Was into that. You have to make- style of metal, if yeah. you will. That was I my mean, that was my starting point. Everyone yeah. has a starting point, you know. You don't do. have to be embarrassed about what you used to listen to.
1: I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm yeah. not embarrassed whatsoever. I like fucking
0: corn. Go fuck yourself.
1: Yeah. Um, I got into metal from like Tell the Matrix soundtrack, so that was completely <laughs> new metal.
2: <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does that explain? <laughs> that okay, is.
1: explains my my love of Deftones. Probably why I'm a leftist. You know, there's so many hints yeah. in
0: there. Yeah, and and it really was like we we talked about this quite a bit it was at like movies and video games that, you know, brought a lot of bands to the mainstream because of how popular those particular things were. You know, we talked about, you know, The Matrix when it comes to Raging Against Machines. uh, Primus when it comes to Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtrack. Like, the list goes on.
1: Cannibal Corpse were in a movie?
0: Uh, Yeah, Ace Venture. Still makes me laugh every time I watch that movie. Who wants to
1: put us in your movie? Call me. (laughs) We'll be in a movie. It's so badass. I was an extra in the black metal short movie by Kat Candler. The Vesperian Sorrow was in... Vesperian Sorrow portrayed the fictional band in the movie. I don't think my face is visible at all.
0: That's pretty cool. Just the
1: back of my head.
0: Yeah. That just reminds me of the Crow soundtrack where it's just like a fictional band, but it was actually... Yeah. It was... It was my life with the Thrill Kill Colts, but the song in the background was a ministry song. So, I don't know what the hell. <laughs> they they probably just got the bands mixed up the directors. They were like, "I don't know, fucking this song." Uh but moving on, we're on to Artificial Brain, uh Celestial Cyst. This is insane. Yeah. This is insane. Uh, let's get a little bit of this because we're we're getting we're pushing close to the end here, folks. Yeah, we're almost. Yeah.
3: So, uh Check out the end of this song and then we'll go into the next one. Yeah, we'll just flow it right in.
0: Okay, you were right, Chris. Like, those last two songs are just nasty. It's fucking insane.
3: Those drums, man. Fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, and it just keeps going. I, I We expected the song to end, like, uh, maybe almost a minute and a half ago. We were like, it's, here it is. And they were like, nope. And just keeps on slapping, if you will. These
1: are one of the bands that, like, I'm not gonna say slick in a bad way, but like they're so slick, like how the hell do they pull it off, you know? Origins,
0: everyone. The band's called Origins.
1: I've seen them live and I just like, I couldn't believe it, you know? I couldn't believe what I was witnessing.
0: Uh, That's what I'm saying. Seeing this shit live is...
1: Yeah.
0: It really is gonna make you fall in love with it, and playing it through these speakers is only giving it like, maybe a quarter of the justice, you know, just seeing these people actually perform.
1: Technicality and finesse are two words that I think of like in relation to them but I think that is their bread and butter so not surprising but I am impressed
0: right well that's the end of our
3: album it's the end of the albums for this week and two weeks
0: yeah it's you know it's a weird time it's a slow time it's a it's
3: it's very slow
0: yeah it's a slow point not a lot of bands come out with albums there's 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 months, there's times of the years where more albums come out because it's just, that's how it's always worked for the past 60 fucking years. Yeah. Just like new movies are released on Fridays and fucking video games come out on Tuesdays. I believe albums come out on Tuesdays as well. I don't know who came up with these rules.
3: Points in the the year.
0: And then summer. Springtime, like around fall, Christmas. Winter, there's a shit ton you get. exactly. Exactly. So we're moving into the anniversaries And one of the first albums we're going to talk about Is an album from the band called Lard One of my favorite fucking bands ever It's Pure tune Satisfaction The song we're playing right now is War Pig Renaissance it, it, This is all Lard is, the band It is Ministry and Jello B. Opera End of story It's, it's Ministry with Jello B. Opera Boom, done, turn it up
3: chewing satisfaction is 25 years old came out uh the third what would that be 13th of last month was may yeah so may 13th of 1997 yeah. 25 years old
0: this is just one of those many you know side projects of uh, ministry if not jello b opera where the collaborations were vast back in the day, you know, the songs with, you know, Gibby Haynes, uh, albums recorded with, um, holy shit, Ian McKay from Minor Threat doing the whole Palehead thing. I and, think and, this was and, the it, last
3: Lard album as well, right? Uh, we have one more,
0: uh, 19th, uh, '70s Rock Must Die, oh, okay. which is... Just another EP, so it's like two full-length albums, two EPs. He's been talking about creating another LARD album, but we haven't got there yet, if you will. Uh, LARD is very special. It's one of those very uh, unique bands that, like, the people that know, know. Uh, Kitty, was this your first time ever hearing yeah, it? Yeah,
1: I hadn't even heard of them.
0: It's, it's awesome. It's just Ministry and with Jello Opera.
1: I need to go home and ask, because, like, my husband's favorite band is Ministry.
0: But I also feel like
1: I've crushed his spirit and, like, just totally overridden him with, like, my, like, what I want to play. So I need to go home and talk to him about this. He he would probably know.
0: It's insane. It's almost in a level of, like, thrash metal, if not, like, death metal, how fast they go on songs. Where they go absolute fucking AWOL. Or it's just weird and... Jelly Biafraish, you know? Drug field rock and roll, if you will, based on, you know, Al Jordanson And... (laughs) Because I, I kind of still feel like uh, Joe Reoffer is very straight-edge. Uh, just a crazy asshole. And you know, Ministry and jo- Al Jordanson, you know, we, we know the history there, we all we all know it. That's why he knows Gibby Haynes is because of the fellow drugs and um, became friends and collaborated and even moved a band that's kind of local to Austin to Detroit. It was because of Al Jordanson. But they're always kind of like local to us. Ministry has a home here in Texas, and and so does um you know the Bowl surfers because they're they're a part of uh, what makes Austin weird, if you will. Some yes. would say you know, you know that Jesus lizard, and we have uh the big boys, and just our our bands are always very weird and interesting because that's kind of how you make your music from what you're surrounded by. It's just a reflection, you know what I mean? So. Moving on. Superjoin?
3: Yeah, so that was It Takes No Guts. And then uh, the next one from them is Fuck Your Enemy. Um, this album is their first album. Use Once and Destroy. Came out 20 years on May 21st, 2002. And
0: Superjoin's kind of like a, a super group,
3: yeah. right? Yeah. You got Hank 3 on bass, uh, a few others I forgot. Who else? Do you remember? Uh, a Bauer from I Hate God. Isn't he playing Trump? So. Oh,
0: okay. And then there was Hank Williams on... Hank on bass, yeah. Yeah, and then just your uh, your cast of Pantera uh, recruiting characters in the same time frame. I know, it was one of the coolest shows to see at OzFest 2004.
3: Lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, you were there? No, I was not uh, there. I, I there? wish oh, I would have
0: saw it. I think Slayer played like two bands after them, and then it was, uh... Uh, Black Sabbath and Judas Priest. Damn. And then before that, That's we went awesome. to see Slipknot and uh, Eight Breed. And
3: <laughs> so shut the it was probably one of the <laughs> best shows I'm I've ever say.
0: seen in <laughs> my entire life. I gotta say, Osfest 2004, that lineup's killer,
1: dude. Killer. <laughs>
0: all right, so we're double banging uh, this Superjoint album. Yeah. Because they're all these songs are so fast, right? We've got like two minutes. Yeah. We got two minutes. All right, we'll crank
3: it up. Let's we'll give a little respect
0: here. to them. Yeah.
3: A little praise.
0: To say, like, holy fuck, we just went straight into High Hi on Fire straight out of Super Joint there. And, um, again, uh, we're talking about High on Fire's second album. It's,
3: yeah, massive.
0: It's, it's, it's huge. The drummer is just fucking insane, you know? Yeah, here's some, uh,
3: some facts that came out on the 28th of May 2002, so a week after the Super Joint album, and it's, having its 20th anniversary second album feels like
0: uh it feels like such an older band you know yeah just because of you know mike pike being in sleep uh kitty are you a fan of high on fire in any way if it's a way more metal version of you know his style of music if you will
1: um I actually don't really listen to them a lot,
0: so... There's there's definitely I'm, some songs I want to send you that are I'm just the most metal classic songs you're ever going to hear, hear. I am ready. Yeah, it's just... Some of their songs are just like the epitome of everything you want in a fucking metal band. Yeah. It really is. It's, it's an insane. The it's newer a albums are like
3: super catchy. And oh like my god,
0: Electric Earth. Messiah yeah. is one of the best things I think Mike Pike has ever done in his fucking career. It is one of the best metal albums. I think it's gonna go down uh, like in a, a top 100. Uh, you know, 50 years from now, people will be talking about this album. Like how how people didn't love it as much as when it did come out, as how much love it's gonna get later on because it's good. Yes. It's really fucking good.
3: Uh, another album that came out the exact same day, exact same, same year, higher. same year, day, and everything is uh, Mastodon's debut album, Remission this is a uh, mother puncher from that. Let's crank it.
0: Definitely a classic. Remission, Mastodon. Uh, a lot of people will always say, like, I really liked their first two albums. You know, it's like it, Mastodon is one of those bands that has changed so much throughout the years. But if, you, if you're being honest with yourself, you can hear what they were getting at this entire time. They just refine the style a little bit more. Me personally, like, they're getting better with age and with each album, in my opinion. You know. I still have my favorite songs, you know, when it comes to the Blood Mountain and all that, but you know, some of their most famous albums are like The Hunter, you know, or like, um, uh, Help Me Out With A Space, uh, Crack The Sky, you know, it's like, those are super classic metal albums almost at this point. They're really just pushing what metal is and taking it to a different level, if not bringing back some of the old things that might have been forgotten right they're not the first ones to sound like this for god's sakes because we just listened to high on fire and you could see the comparison like you can hear it you know they were kind of like getting at that the whole time because high on fire is nuts and they just want to be nuts to butts too and you can kind of hear it right because uh kitty you're not a you're not really the biggest fan of both those bands higher fire or mastodon but you can hear I... the similarity
1: yeah for sure
0: yeah they're in the same genre
1: I always I kind of thought of them as similar, um, but you're right. I it's not that I don't like them. I just never really got around to listening to them. At
0: all. Yeah, with age you'll get there. When you're in your 40s, you're like, I'm really getting so, into this band Mastodon. <laughs> oh everyone gosh. gets there on their own time.
1: I wonder what my life will be like when I'm 40.
0: Oh, uh, just a, probably a trade. More classy, yeah, and more brutal, just refined, if you will. So, yeah. moving on, we're into. Celtic Frost maybe you yeah. probably could to guess that just from yes. listening
3: we're at the end here folks this album Into the Pandemonium 35th anniversary came out on the first of this month in 1987 and this is the song Inner Sanctum so uh, yeah
0: it's a classic Celtic Frost you know exactly what you're gonna get They don't really break the mold. You know like one of their biggest songs is them covering Mexican radio? It's on this album. Yeah. It's on this album. What? (laughs) It's pretty, it's awesome, but it's just such an obscure pick, you know, for one of the founders, if you will, of this, this, when metal starts getting nastier, you know, this more dark, more satanic kind of thing. In a funner way, we didn't have to take it to the whole Scandinavian black metal times. but this is before that. This is the catalyst, if you will, of old school black metal. Before drummers could blast beat, you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> before we learned how to blast, no beat. blast beat. We're still on the back end of a beat, you know? But I still love it, it, it holds up, and you know, we listen to tons of bands that kind of keep this vibe going, this classic death metal, if you will, um, fucking fantastic. Let's wrap this bitch up, because we're fucking done with this whole thing. And it's you know these we're gonna we're end on I super know. joint, but you know. We got well, something well, cross yeah. we could talk through. So, again, last Bloody Tomb show, July 8th, at Kick Coffee. Please come see us. We're gonna play every single one of our songs. Oh, it's like an hour and 30 minute set.
1: Yes, 13 songs I
0: think. <sighs> <sighs> I'm gonna have to like start working out yeah. tomorrow to get ready for that, because that's gonna be Punishing, but also awesome that we get to play everything. I know it's the last one. It's sad, blah, blah, blah. I'm probably going to
1: be talking a lot to give y'all a break.
0: Then we're going to turn this into a two hour show. It might as well yes. have a break in between. And definitely follow us on the social medias and follow the Lost World well on the social medias at Instagram, Facebook. Just keep up with the shows that they have because there's so many and there's so. I, this is it. This is the home of metal here in I'll Austin. I'll be
1: here on Friday night. My very best friend in the whole world, Jake, um, he's playing here with his band DTC. Uh, Death File Red, my Day Ones from a year ago, but we are we agreed we're pretty much Day Ones. And then um, Black Horse of Famine, so...
0: It's going to be a great fuck show. Will,
1: I'll be here. Hopefully, I won't get pushed over again and hey. then ignored by an angry goth girl. But, you know. Do your push-ups. I'll, eat your look, fucking Look, I'm, I'm scoping out my space. I'm going to stand near the wall. <laughs> girl. Girl, bye. All right. Well, you, everybody.
0: Thank you all for listening. And let's wrap this bitch up, Chris.
3: Yes, sir.